and that is reflected on to students and they see what's happening and it sucks. Look at Syracuse University. I'm, I'm not sure if you remember this, but uh, earlier, was it earlier this year or last year, Syracuse University was going through a lot of race, there was a lot of racist stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Um, students were getting ra- uh, swast- texts of swastikas. Mm-hmm. Um, there, was, there was just a, a lot of racist stuff happening. Yeah. And administration was aware of this. Mm-hmm. And instead of trying to meet with those students who were being targeted, mm-hmm. they, they removed themselves as far away as possible. The president didn't even address it until it became national television. You know, our governor, Governor Cuomo, had to come out and say, hey, you need to start talking to these students. And I think the only reason they started talking to these students is that they started, they, they started to do uh, sit-ins, locking these administrators in their office, mm. right? So it, it got to that point. And this is something that's always happened historically. And I think it's important because a lot, you know, a lot of the changes in this country happen at colleges and universities. Mm. You know, folks aren't only here to get that degree. They, somewhere along that way, they find something that empowers them, lights that fire. Um, and a lot of folks chase after that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why the, the Vietnam War stopped. You know, people were sick and tired of going to war for meaningless victories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're right. It's definitely, the college has definitely been a place, like the churches too, for many regards, uh, a place of um, nuance, a place for change, a place for innovation, for sure. Absolutely. Um, going in both directions, positive and negative. Um, like you said, like you, you have colleges that go in the other direction where they're building bombs and building things that are no good for society, right? But that's what drives them and that's what, that, that's what drives that particular that college. And then you got some colleges that have more social approach where they're looking on, okay, well, how can we develop new ways on how to, to work with this population or, yeah. you know, or yeah. challenge our government, you know. So every, every school of thought, you can say, is almost competing for something, for something, whatever that focus yeah. is. I agree, yep. So it's interesting. But you mentioned um, something really big. I just want to touch upon it. You mentioned yeah. racism, how it's, how it's, I want to say practice, but I want to say how it kind of rolls out. And it's interesting that you see a lot of this action on the campuses. It's interesting that you see it there. there it seems like there's other places that it pops up too. Where would you say would be the next place that it pops up? Um, so, you know, when you're, it depends on what institution you're at. Mm-hmm. So for me, you know, I was at City College mm-hmm. and a lot of those buildings are coming up to, a, to, to, a, to their 200 year old mark, right? A lot of the buildings are over 150 years old. Um, some of the statues that are there are even older than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you walk into some of these buildings and, and you see some statues and you see some things, may, maybe it's not a statue, maybe it's some ornament, um, some kind of trophy. Mm-hmm. And you're, the more you stare at it, the more you're like, what, what the hell does this actually really mean? <laughs> and, or what, what, why is this here? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I would say at a university, the, the next thing would have to be, um, it would have to be the syllabus, honestly, how, how, how classes are structured, how professors go about teaching certain, certain classes, how 
how how inclusive are they making the class? Are they bringing any diverse materials or not? Um, I don't think faculty really, I mean, it depends on, who, you know, I don't want to attack academia because mm -hmm. um, then I'll never be able to do anything in my life. <laughs> um, but they, uh, they need to realize that students do want do want to know and learn these things at least in cuny they do mm. um i don't know how true that is for other schools where there are not a lot of diverse people there you know i brought up suny cuny is great because it it is one of it you know new york city is highly diverse right but if you go if you go upstate to schenectady community college mm -hmm. if you go to Binghamton and we we both know someone who's attended Binghamton that's right he said he said he was one of he was one of five Asian guys in the whole in the whole school yeah that's crazy right? um it's a it's a small population of people of color and it is it is world changing for folks especially folks from New York City who are very sheltered we live in this bubble where we think everything everyone is black brown white diverse the minute we step, the minute we leave these boroughs, That's it's it. a whole new it's a whole new world. A whole new world. <laughs> and and you know, that was shocking for me too when I went up to Lake George, when I went up to upstate. Mm -hmm. Uh uh one you know, one time I was going to visit upstate mm -hmm. and I hopped on one of those one of the shuttle buses and the bus stopped in front of the uh, in front of Albany, mm -hmm. University of Albany, and um I was my mind was blown because I never, I've never, so I've, I've seen Queens College, I've seen Lehman, I've seen City College, Brooklyn College, so I, I had an idea of mm -hmm. what an actual campus was like, mm -hmm. but, univer but Albany was, was mind-blowing, because everything was, there was no dirt, the, the, I don't know if it was real grass or fake grass, but it looked really neat, the buildings were state of the art clean. I don't know if they were like, this guy's coming today. Let's make it look clean for him. But I remember like, holy crap, this is a totally different atmosphere. And I was able to walk around and I didn't really see anyone that looked like me. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when I, I, you know, I was like, I wouldn't have been able to survive up here. It's funny you mentioned that. I was just talking to, you remember Pronto? I do, yeah. I remember Pronto. He's doing good. He's doing good. He's he's big at photography. Um, yeah, I, I've seen some. I'm I'm following him, I believe. So okay, so cool. yeah. So you've seen his work. Um, he yeah. was talking about his experience. I didn't know that he originally went. He was in a school out west originally. I don't remember if oh, he yeah. said Ohio or it was some. It was some middle state. I just can't remember where exactly where it was. Yeah. And I was like, Pronto. You were, how long were you? He's like, what are you I didn't. Doing out there, man, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah, how did you, you get there? Out there dude? Yeah, I asked him, how did you like? How did you find that place? That of all places, he's like, yeah. oh, I found, I found it through, you know, I guess he found out somehow, and he he tells it on the podcast how he got there, but eventually he said, I couldn't take anymore. He said, I I said I had to leave. He said, I I said the next best place I said was go to New York, and he said he never regretted it. And I and I understand understand you saying how isolating it was that it was yeah. only. Like maybe six, like you said, five of the people that were like him from, from you know, from Bengali. So it was, it was interesting, like how much of that pressure alone on top of academics, on top of being a new country, it's like, and learning a new language. It's like, I don't yeah, even know how you survived that lot. first semester. It takes a lot. Yeah. Um, 
it really does. Um, and that's, it's, it's scary because. Yeah. That's not uh, natural. That's not, there's nothing natural about that. And, and I think a lot of New Yorkers, the problem is, and this, and it's, it's a, it's a problem the country has as, as a whole. Um, when it comes time for vacation, we're not really going far. You know, we're usually going to another state. We're not leaving. We're not going to India. We're not going to Egypt. We're not going to France. We're going to Florida. We're going to California. <laughs> we're going to Texas. Yeah, that's true. And so, and so, and so we're, we're still stuck in this mentality mm-hmm. right, that doesn't help expose us to the, the vi- diversity of the world. But the crazy thing is, Sean, is that we, we have this. We, we have this. We have exactly what we're doing now here. Yeah. You would think that in 2020, that that would be obsolete at this point, but it's not. You still got no. pockets, not even pockets. You have whole areas that are so ignorant about what's going on, not even just amongst themselves, but outside themselves, which is mind-bottling. Even, even us, you know, I, I feel like I know a lot, but I'm sure there's millions of things that I'm unaware of that's going on right now. Yeah, and even the unawareness, man. Let's talk about... Let's talk about what happened back in March. Um, and I think, and I think, uh, I don't know how, how, how you found out about it, but I, I shared with you the Sean King video. Um, and I think, so let's talk about what happened in Georgia with um, Ahmad. Before you start, can I tell you how I actually found out about that? Really? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. I literally saw that maybe in a Google, I was just scrolling. And I didn't really pay it any mind. I'll be honest with you. I didn't, I didn't even, it didn't even click. It didn't even click like I should click on this. So for me, yeah. it was like, oh, that sounds weird. And then it was like a 15 second video on it. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's weird. I've, I've seen videos like this already, but I'm trying to figure out, is this a new video, old video? I'll be honest with you. Like the reporting yeah. that I saw, I don't remember which publication did it. I was lost. Yeah. I had no clue what the hell was going. I didn't even know where it was at. The fact that you just said it was from yeah. Georgia didn't even know that at the time. Yeah, that's how poor the reporting was when I first saw it. So, so um, I'm not I'm not trying to shamelessly plug someone else's podcast yeah. or or anything like that. No, but uh, I've I've been I've been you know since coronavirus I have been trying to keep my mental health mm-hmm. uh, yeah, to to be as to to be at its peak uh, to ignore to ignore a lot of shenanigans of the world so i don't really watch the news like that um but i do i am on instagram and one guy i've i follow i've been following for a long time is is sean king Mm. Uh, the reason why i follow sean king is uh he's 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 got a mission uh he's he's focused on that mission Mm. and he does he does he 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 does his best with what he's got and i admire i I admire a lot of folks who, who who are like that um so I was so I was just scrolling through, and um, you know he was making a lot of posts about New York City, you know overcoming coronavirus, and then um, the caption he said was trigger warning, literally trigger trigger warning. Um, what you're about to see is the murder of someone. Mm-hmm. If you want to unfollow me, unfollow me, because I understand. And I was like, what the heck is he talking about? Right, right. Is this hype? And, and then I saw the video and I didn't really understand what the hell, what the hell happened. Yeah, right, right. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't understand what happened, so I watched it again. Mm-hmm. And then I read the comments because I, for the life of me, I could not understand 
same here. Yeah. What what led to that moment? Right. And um, the more I dug, the the deep the deeper I got, and the worse the worse it got. And um, this whole situation happened back in March, and we didn't really get any any information about this. Right. Well, like the last week of April, the first week of May, and it went mainstream in May. Mm-hmm. Um, so two whole months went by. A man was murdered, mm-hmm. and no one knew about it. Right. He wasn't murdered. He was. He was. He was hunted. Hunted. They, they yeah, were chasing. They, they were. They were. Chasing, yeah. They were chasing a prey, mm-hmm. and they they got it. Um, and and, you know. Uh, th- this has been happening a l- for a long time, and with technology, these th- those morons decided to to video themselves. The balls, uh, yeah, the balls to just record. Yeah, it. yeah, and they re- and the, the neighbor recorded it because he said, um, he to justify why they did that. He thought he was the hero. The recorder, the person who recorded it. Yeah, the person who recorded it was the the neighbor of the shooters. And the reason he recorded it, he went on the news and said, the reason I recorded this was because I wanted to show the world that when this story came out, that we are the heroes. That's, oh my God. They were not the bad ones. That too, huh? And this is, this has always happened um, historically. Right. um, To to, to black and brown people across the country. Mm -hmm. And I think it's due, due to the invention of cameras um due to the invention of cameras things have come to light and it's really hard because i think two days later um sean sean put up another video of a man who was he was running from cops but he was not armed and he was shot down by a cop with an assault rifle after an officer after he had already already stopped um he was he was getting to, he was ready to be stopped by another officer with a taser that first that officer with the taser realized he was not armed and was not a threat so he put away his gun and used the taser while another officer decided to pull out an assault rifle and shoot down this man yeah it's it's funny how one person like if you if you and i murdered someone we're in jail no question right there might not even be a trial <laughs> just you're, you're, you're guilty right but here you go, a police officer does it, and it's diff- 